on the next episode of Drinking Partners. Yeah, but they're looking for love in the wrong places. Wooking Penub and all. You gave me that face. You never heard of that, Eddie Murphy? No. Wooking Penub and all the. Okay, man. You're going to have to Google that. You're, you're listening to Love, Life, and Liquor, a Drinking Partners podcast. If you like beer, food, sex, and talking about badass kids, then this is the podcast you've been f-ing waiting for. Now, here are your peoples, Marisha and Dom. Hey, it's myself, Dom, and Marisha. Hi. Before we jump into um, what we got going on, what's the word? What's the news? What you, what you got going on? So me, I just started a ballet class. <laughs> okay. I mean, he laughs every time I... How's that going? It's going good. I just had my first class. I am sore. It's a lot. I knew it was going to be hard, mm-hmm. but I didn't know it was going to be that hard. So what is it? Is it a bunch of, is it just like, do you have to wear a tutu to this class? No, because we're adults. So you can wear athletic wear. So you're out there in yoga pants doing ballet? Yes. Okay. But it's very unnatural movements. It's movements that you would have never just done before. Like right. with some other types of dance, mm-hmm. you know, it feels like intuitive. Right. Ballet is not like that, at least for me. Huh. Like it's very like, tell the brain to tell you the have to foot do that. to do this because you have never done this movement in your life. So I have no muscle memory, no like, oh, okay, this is like that. It's not like twerking. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm just want, just wondering. No, but I like it. It was definitely a good workout. Mm-hmm. Um, I just finished my last two classes. Bang. So you are graduating. Yes. Hey. That was anticlimactic as hell. Okay, well. <laughs> but just put a sound effect in there or something. I'll, I'll do just that. <laughs> Graduating magna cum laude with a degree and go f*** yourself from Drinking Partners University, Marisha Dickens. So ballet class and you are graduating. That's pretty big. I, on the other hand, have a whole lot of nothing. Nothing. The day that we actually started recording this, I, st- I started the class. But this is my second to last class, and then and then I myself am, am done as well. I'm so over this. I'm over school. And then we should go on a trip. Yeah, the boy said that we're going to the beach. That's what he told me. Oh, I did tell him that because we're going to Galveston. Oh, okay. He was making it sound like we were going back to Disneyland, Disney World, or something no, like that. No, I made it clear. I was like, we're going to a Texas beach. It's not the same as a Florida beach, but... So it's a trash beach. It's a beach. I mean, it looks nice online. That's where everybody goes out here, right? Yeah, because that's what we have. <laughs> you just got to deal with what you have. You know, South Padre and stuff like that. South Padre looks really pretty. It, it looks nice. It'll be I would the like first to go time. there, but I've heard Galveston is kind of flat and brown. Oh, okay. So well. just, it's just not what I'm used to. It's probably mm. more like how Keesler's Beach mm-hmm. is. You know how we were like, look, kids, there's the beach. They were like, hell no. <laughs> oh. Okay, well, I guess we'll find out. Find out as a family going to the beach. For Juneteenth, so. Oh, special. Maybe that'll be a Juneteenth episode. All right. So today we are talking about dating, something that we don't necessarily know about (laughs) at this moment, but considering the fact that you and basically me by default 
watch all these dating shows, right? <laughs> so yeah. it just made me made me think like, damn, is dating really that out of control these days, right? So then it got me to thinking that maybe I need to, you know, to look up some of this information and find out what the deal is. Then I started, you know, calling friends as well. I looked up the almighty Pew, Pew Research. And it says as more Americans turn to online dating and the Me Too movement leaves its imprint on the dating scene, nearly half of U.S. adults and a majority of women say that dating has become harder in the last 10 years. Do you have any friends that are single or most or most of your friends at this moment currently old and married? They are married. They mm -hmm. are not old. <laughs> because because 40 is not old, right? Exactly. Okay. That's another episode, but one friend mm -hmm. who is currently not married. She right. was married before. Yeah. Um I mean, that's that's a whole different level in itself. Yeah. They said most daters say that their dating lives aren't going well and it's difficult to find people to date. 75% say it's somewhat difficult and 25% say it's somewhat easy to find somebody. That's a whole lot of damn people that say that they can't find somebody to be with. Well, I think it depends because I didn't see here where it says like what their goals were. Like, are you looking for somebody to mm -hmm. marry or have a long-term relationship with? Right. Or I feel like there's always somebody to go to dinner with or whatever, but. Yeah, but ultimately when you, when you, when you're dating, isn't, isn't that the end state? Not for everybody. Really? I didn't look not... it up on the pew, but on I feel pew. like a lot of people nowadays, <laughs> from like what I hear, like marriage is not their desired end state. I always knew I wanted to be married, but some people want to be Kurt and Goldie. Yeah, but I mean, them have been together for like 50 years. I mean, I know they're not right. they're not married, but at the same time. Right. But some people, they want to be in a long-term relationship, but yeah. not necessarily get married. Mm. Well, some of the things that people said that um, were kind of ruining relationships, long-distance relationships, debt, and voting for Donald Trump. That's a deal breaker. <laughs> Top list of relationship deal breakers. I'm proud of you, America. <laughs> Says lives far away. 51% said they definitely probably would not date somebody who lives far away um, compared to 49%. So, I mean, that's that's definitely probably maybe. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. I mean, I get it. Do you do? No, no, no. First of all, I mean, that's what we did. Okay. People, um, we did long distance relationship, but at the same time, I can understand why somebody would not want to do that because you're in a long distance relationship and you're not around this individual every day. So you probably feel like you're not even in a relationship at all. Dig what I'm saying? No, I don't know. I feel like if you have a connection with somebody and you mm -hmm. feel strongly right. about somebody I don't know if you remember this, like when we were dating and I was like, I don't want to let something as trivial as distance get in between me and the person I'm supposed to be with. Right. So if you know that it's supposed to be your person, but you're like, oh, you live in mm -hmm. this place. I live in that place. Like too bad. Like that's something that's overcomable. Is that, Is that a, a word? word? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a That's something a you can word. overcome. 
It's what, surmountable, not right. insurmountable. But what I'm saying is, I think that's few and far between. I don't, I don't, I don't it's think not optimal, I don't think that's but most like I'm saying, if you people. made a connection with somebody right. and they just happen to not live where you live, I'm not talking about 90 day fiance. Far. All right, bong, check it out. So, um, what is that show that you watch with Megan Good? Harlem. Okay. And she was a teacher. She was a professional, et cetera, et cetera. And then she met that she was with the one dude. And then the one dude was doing what? Was he like he was move, a journalist? He was I like, think? like moving to Paris or something like that. Right. And she didn't, she. Oh, her first. Yeah. yeah. He was a chef. He was okay. So he was a chef and he was moving to Paris, but she didn't go with him because obviously she felt like her career was kicking off. But at the same time, and he she lived re- too far away. Regretted it. She regretted it. <laughs> yeah, but it was later in life, though. I'm just, I'm just saying that. Exactly. The, I mean, at the, at the time, because it was something stupid. Don't most people want to wake up with the person they're in a relationship every day? Yes. Instead of, but Facetime in this month. I'm just saying. So what did we do? I'm, I'm not talking. Well, we I'm were not, like I'm oh tired my of this. Goodness, she is. She don't keep bringing us up. I'm talking about people in general. We are people. We're general people. <laughs> Do most people think like that? Do you think that no, most they people don't, would be willing? According to the pew, because according to the pew, I feel like they don't want to work people. at it. Like that is. You think they don't want to work at it, or yeah? I mean, it's not easy. It's pretty even. It's pretty even. Fifty-one percent to forty-nine percent say that they would, and forty-nine percent said you know they would not. But sixty-seven percent say it's hard to date. Out of all the people in the world who might be your person, you think they're just going to live where you live? So it's like, what do you do, though? Do you stay in a long distance relationship or do you pack your shit and you and you move to where they're at? Um, eventually, with a commitment, don't just pack up and leave. Y'all been dating two or three months. <laughs> Got it. 49% of people said they definitely or probably would not um, stick with somebody who had a significant amount of debt. Is that a deal breaker? I think it depends on what the debt is. Like, Does most it? people have student loans. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And then I think the other side of that, um, in terms of dating, folks kind of look at digital, what do you call those things? Dating sites. Yeah, dating sites. <laughs> Damn, I sound old. Like, oh. So I asked my mans. I'm not, you know, I'm not, obviously I'm not going to reveal his name or whatever, but he is, uh, he's in his 40s. Um, it's called John. He is recently divorced. He has a child who is older. Doesn't she's you know, grown? She's out yeah, of the house. There you go. Grown. Don't live in the house. He said it was harder for people that are mature to date a lot of times because most folks are coming out of a long-term relationship, and for at least one of them, they had built a forever mindset. Mindset, which makes sense mm-hmm. because you know, as you're growing, if you were you married at one point, then obviously you didn't plan on getting divorced things of that nature so he said you start to settle in and find your lanes and pockets within that relationship then shit happens and that forever time frame is shattered and you have to move on he said at one point he felt as if he had to reinvent himself those are just comforts he said not what they used to be in your 20s and early to mid 30s he said by this time a lot of life has happened between most of you and that even at this point in your life you can also expect to be a step parent he says so it no longer becomes about you and just that individual becomes about you that individual and potentially their children as well i guess i don't know if necessarily if younger folks millennials whatever have to deal with that stuff so probably not i mean when you're early 20s not as many people have Mm -hmm. kids like he said when you're this age you've 
maybe been married in a long-term relationship, right. probably have kids, if that's something that you want. You know, from you know his story that we know, he's had significant trauma. Yeah. Um, that's going to change who you are. So people who are younger, hopefully they don't have that as often. I mean, it happens in younger people too, but life been life in, so. But I think the biggest thing that young folks have to deal with, they're all about the digital. It's kind of funny because the first time that I even, that I learned about how Tinder worked was through one of the, the dudes in the unit. And we were, we were sitting, <laughs> we were sitting at, at a unit dinner and he's swiping through everything. And I was like, damn, is this really how dating works? Like legit, you just hop on this app. I'm sounding like an old man for real, but I just thought it was crazy that my man just hopped on his app. And he was like, look, you see this chick? He's, and he was, he was reading through her little profile. Boom, he swiped. He hit the next one, swipe, swipe, swipe. Like he literally swiped through like a hundred of these things. He got a couple matches and then he linked up with somebody that night. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember back in the day where you used to go to the mall, you carry a little little pen or a pencil in your pocket, and then you you would do what we call booking booking chicks. I'm about to go to the mall, you know, book a couple hundreds. So you carry a little pen, you know, you see a couple, you know, you'd be like, hey, girl, you know what I mean? You holler real quick, you get their name, bing, get a little napkin, write their number down, you get back to the house. Tell her to page you. You pay, right. <laughs> page you, give them their own little code. And then um, you talk on the phone and then that's it. Like if you wanted to see that individual again and obviously you had to, you know, for me, I had to, you know, hop on the bus or whatever and, and hit the mall. I felt like that was real organic back in the day. Face to face, you actually had to talk to folks. Nowadays it's like swipe, 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 swipe. Let me blow you back out. Yeah, I think it's weird that people nowadays, they don't give out their phone number until after They've been like on their first date. So they meet on an app, they go out, then they decide if they like each other. Then they're like, let's exchange numbers. The number you've called is disconnected. Because folks ask me, would you ever let your wife go through your phone? There ain't shit on my phone except uh, sneakers and Ralph Lauren. <laughs> like legit, if you, <laughs> you go through anything on my phone, that's pretty much, you know, all there is. She picks up my phone all the, all the damn time. It's unlocked. There's nothing on it so it's kind of it's not a big deal but a lot of folks be like that is a an absolute deal breaker you pick up their phone off and start sweating right i thought that was weird <laughs> what is the number it was saying that people who are not married or in a serious relationship uh -huh. would give their password to their person they're dating more frequently than married people or people in a oh really why do you think that is i don't know because that means somebody's doing dirt. You don't have my password. You have a password on your phone? No. Oh, I was <laughs> I was going to say I don't think I've ever seen a password on your phone. I order shit on Uber Eats all the time, but that may, that leads me to believe that something foul is afoot. With that said, have you ever gone through my phone without me being around? No. Would you even tell me the truth on no, <laughs> but I haven't done it. Oh my goodness. That I've... is absolutely out of control to me. Oh, 71 fun date ideas in 2022. Some of these were kind of dumb. Yeah, they were. You know, I don't know what dating was like, you know, for you when you was out running the streets and shit, but. 
was a lot of Ruby Tuesdays and stuff like that. Is that what it was about back then? Oh, oh shit, I'm about to kill him. I mean, yeah. Ew. I'm just trying to think. Like, <laughs> I normally had like a boyfriend for like a year or two. Yeah. And then, you know, it just gets kind of like. This guy's stale. Let's go to the movies. Let's go to the mall. And then when I didn't have a boyfriend, but I went on dates, it was weird. I was going to Ruby Tuesdays. I mean, I'm not going to act like Ruby Tuesdays isn't good. I oh, mean. I have a good one for just when it comes time for the bad dates, just say Cheesecake Factory. Oh, shit. So basically, we're trying to keep get you folks, um, you know, squared away. If you're if you're trying to date, if you're trying to, you know, do something new, make pasta. Sure. Why not? But you no, do? because I do stuff like that all the time. I'm always experimenting. With so you don't think of like if we made pasta together, like you'd be. You know what I'm saying? Well, if we did it together, it'd be different. Like if I taught you how to make gnocchi or something. You ever make gnocchi before? No. See, I'm, I don't want to say I'm low-key a goat with the, with the gnocchi skills, but you didn't know I knew how to make gnocchi? We've been together since 2010, <laughs> and you never mentioned that I knew how to make gnocchi. It's 2022. Yeah, I know how to make gnocchi, mate. Hmm. Yeah, I'm all right with it. Let's see. Axe throwing. Is that what you want to do? No. I feel like I'm going to throw my shoulder out. Don't we have one of those places around here? Yeah, there's just quite a few. Mm. I just feel like... That's just not a thing that you want to do. Yeah, I get it, man. You know I'm accident prone. I feel like I'm going to get hurt. They say dates get it popping at Ikea. Meatballs. Let me see. I don't think I ever went to an Ikea until I was with you. Matter of fact, I don't think I went to Ikea until we got here. <laughs> I didn't realize Ikea was that big. When I was in Maryland, we used to go... It wasn't even that far, but we'd be like, make a day of it, go to Ikea, get some meatballs, because Ikea is not, yeah. Wait, hold With on. lingonberry sauce. You and a dude, or just you? No, like me and Jamie Powell, or like Jackie, uh -huh. or like any of the girls, Yeah. we would be like, let's go to Ikea, because Ikea is not like Target, you walk in, you go to this aisle, no, and you walk out. Is... Like, you have to go through right. Ikea. And they have the good meatballs. But y'all didn't plan on really buying anything. Y'all were just looking and y'all wanted meatballs. Well, we would get a couple things, maybe like some plates or something like that. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's But cool. everything's like all cute in there and like you get ideas for... Yeah, have you ever been to IK with a dude other than me? No. <laughs> I, mean, I probably I wouldn't take it to Ikea I that mean... I wasn't living with and I wouldn't live with a man that I wasn't married to so I, mean, I don't know I, you know I, I think some women may take him to unless Ikea. I needed him just, to help me put together something like come to Ikea to get this bookshelf and then you're gonna come to my house and put it together put this silly mess together <laughs> Ikea furniture is the absolute worst so what else do we got going on decorate a space I'm not I'm not about that I've already done that with you and I can honestly say that I don't like it I don't like painting walls. I don't like doing none of, <laughs> I don't like doing none of that. Or the fact that we spent all that time painting the damn wall and then you paid some dude to come through and paint it again. Because here's the thing, America, or wherever you might be listening from. It just wasn't looking right. Like we painted and then like a couple of months later, like it was kind of looking ashy and it's a really dramatic color. It's like a dark dark blue like a navy blue and so when the light and stuff is not hitting it evenly or whatever like you could see in the paint it was looking like ashy on the wall like something was coming through so basically we did a shitty job and you just need somebody to come fix it yeah there you go try skydiving no throw a mini party 
Yes. According to the article, it says that you can try a kids theme party, a luau, a 90s costume party or something the two of you make up if you want to expand it into like a double date ter territory. So if you got some friends, you know, whatever, somebody that you, a couple that you actually like, they can come over, you know what I mean? You can drink a couple cocktails, hang out, play some games, things of that nature. Sounds kind of fun. I don't, do we even have friends like that? I mean, I don't like people, so maybe. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just playing. You know, she's giving me the face like, no, that's true. <laughs> He's very particular about bringing people into the um, house. You know what I'm saying? I mean, people are weird, man. You just never, you just never know. It's like, I, I feel like it's always my, my experience that you, you link up with folks and you think they're dope. And the next thing you know, you find that they're like Jeffrey Dahmer and company. And you're like, mm, next, you know what I mean? So it's like, I got to take applications, you know, for a couple friends to come in the house. I mean, if you're awesome, you know, hit us up, you know, we can hang out, play Uno or something. Okay. Well. That's pretty much out there for you. Um, if you want to check out that website, there's a lot of stuff out there. MarieClaire.com. Basically, I'll just I'll just put the link down to the thing and you can click on it. Let's go ahead. You know what? Bang. Shitty dates. <laughs> Shitty dates. Before we go into yours, I will, you know, my man's that we had talked about earlier, and he talked about some of the troubles that he had um, while he was dating. I, I did. I, I asked him a question. I said, hey, man. I said, what is the worst date that you have ever had? And he said, <laughs> he says, son, have you ever been stalked before? Like legit. He said, she is a physician at a major healthcare system. He said, we dated for about a month. We had a disagreement and based on what she was telling me, I said, you know, I have some things I need to think about. So I'm going to need a little time to figure it out. The next day she was calling me and texting non-stop I told her I needed time I went out for drinks with some co-workers after work one day and once again calling and texting non-stop she asked where I was I said I'm out she wanted to know where I was and I wouldn't tell her because at this point she was the last person that I wanted to see she's like well I'm driving down so you need to tell me where you at I said now nah, I'm good next thing I know I get a call from my daughter telling me she's at the house and is pounding on the door. My daughter's freaking out. I didn't want to go home because I knew it wasn't going to end up well if I showed up. I told my daughter to lock all the doors and windows and don't engage with her. I told this chick she needs to leave or I'm going to have to call the cops. She sat in my driveway for over an hour waiting for me to show up. And I said, what the hell did you do to this woman? <laughs> Sir, you had to rearrange her insides in order for her to be acting like that. And this was only after a month. Blew it out. <laughs> that is crazy. That is crazy. Why do women act like that? Or why would, or I shouldn't say why do women act like that? Because dudes do dumb stuff too. What I should say is why would a woman act like that? Maybe. So this is what I'm thinking. Mm. She probably had this scenario in mm -hmm. her mind. Like the fact that she was letting him drive her car and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Like she's probably thinking like, this is going to be serious. Like we're going to be together. And, yeah. you know, I don't know if she's interested in getting married or whatever, but I think a woman normally wouldn't act like that and do things like that. 
unless she thought that. And I think women a lot of times try to prove like their wifey material. Yeah. By trying to act like what they think a wife would. So like, oh, you can have my car. You can mm-hmm. do this. You can do that. I should be able to show up whenever I want to. But 30 days? 30. My man said a month. And she was already banging on his door knowing that his child was in the house. Is that wife material, ma'am? But okay, let's let me play devil's advocate. <laughs> I'm letting you drive my Mercedes. Yeah. Driving my big some, body. The big okay. You and dri- you driving. can't even tell me where you're at? First off, um I'm just saying I'm playing devil's advocate. He may be driving the big body, but I'm but I don't think that justifies acting. What out I'm of saying, she to the might point where feel you're like banging on somebody's door. I have showed you my level of commitment. By driving a car, that's not a level of commitment. That's real material. Like. Can I finish? I'm just saying. Maybe she's like, look, I'm showing you I'm all in. You mm-hmm. want my car? You want to stay in my house? You want to whatever? Yeah. You go ahead. Mm. And then I ask you where you at? You're like, I'm good. But this was only after an argument that they had, though. So we, And at that point, he said, look, I'm going to need a tad bit of time to think about this. Like I'm saying, we're doing all this stuff. Like we're acting like we've been together for all this long time. Mm -hmm. It was all good just a week ago. Now we had this one argument and you're like, oh, let me, I don't know how, how far back he pulled. Was he like, don't talk to me at all. But you know, we're doing all these things. We're going thrifting on the weekend and whatever. Well, I feel like clearly he pulled back for a very good reason because she showed up at the spot. I'm not justifying what she's doing. I'm just saying in her mind, maybe Mm -hmm. she was like. I'm showing him I'm all in. Yeah. We get in one argument. I don't know what it was about. And mm. now he's like, I'm okay. good. After I didn't let you drive my car, I didn't introduce you to my coworkers. And well, he didn't say all that. I just made that up. Yeah. Her feelings are probably hurt. That's the, the bottom line. Clearly. And I don't know where she lived at, but she she drove down. She was thinking about that. Parked in his driveway for over an hour waiting for this man to get home. He didn't finish the story. Because I what I want to know was what the hell happened after... So, speaking of a shitty dates, Cheesecake Factory, go. Okay. So, <laughs> he was like, okay, let's go out on Monday. So, I'm like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we finally get to the Cheesecake Factory. It's like a nice guy. He had a nice job. He didn't have any kids or anything. He had never been married. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he was he was looking up. The, the checklist is like, yeah, bing, bing, bing. Clean cut, you know, seemed okay. Okay. I met him there because I never. Yeah, you don't meet him at the spot. <laughs> so we're sitting there and we're ordering our food. And then <laughs> he like takes out his retainer at the table. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like he could have went to the bathroom and did that. Like I didn't know. And he was like, oh, I just got this retainer. Yeah. That's gross. So I was like, whatever. So we ate dinner and it was like, first dates are weird. So then. Maybe like a week or two later, he invited me to his house. Okay. Okay. Now you go now you go into the spot. But I did give all the information to my friends. I'm like, if you don't hear from me by this time, yeah. call the police. All right. I get to the house. He's like, hey, how you doing? Or whatever. And then he's like, he has a roommate. It's his brother. Mm-hmm. Like, so then I was like, can I use your bathroom? And he was like, let me go check it. To make sure it's okay. Okay. What's wrong with that? 
First of all, dude bathrooms look a lot different than But you invited me over here. Like, why wouldn't you think I'm going to come over here and eat and never use the bathroom? Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, he, this is probably things he wasn't really thinking. I'm not going to take points away from this man because he's probably like, look, let me d double check this bathroom. Make sure there ain't no stains in the toilet. I don't think that's a big deal. Anyway, So he went ahead. to check the bathroom. He's like, okay. And I don't know what he was checking for because that bathroom was disgusting. <laughs> I mean, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, so what did you check? Like, I mean, there's no way he would have been able to clean up that bathroom that fast, but he just... So I'm like, okay. Then he was like, well, let me show you around the house. Got it. Now, I feel like if you're going to show somebody around the house, like you've cleaned up, like you have... He didn't clean up? No. He kept it 1,000 with you. So I'm like, okay, like I'm stepping over stuff. And then he was like, this is my brother. So he opens his door, like, to his brother's room. Like, it was kind of open already. Yes. His brother was, like, a large, large man. What you mean, like, 600 pounds? Yeah. <laughs> That's not funny. And he was laying on the bed, and he was like, hey, Mark, this is Marisha. I don't remember his name. And he literally just, like, grunted at me, like, what are you doing here? Like, I didn't invite myself over here. Like, he didn't tell you I was coming. So... That was awkward. So then we go downstairs. Ooh. We're supposed to be watching a movie and he was supposed to cook. It sounds like he had a nice size house though. He had an upstairs and he had a downstairs. But I mean here everybody has upstairs and downstairs. Hey, you don't take that for granted. Okay. Home ownership is a real thing. So he's like, do you want a drink? And I'm like, no. So he pours himself a drink. Mm -hmm. And then we're like trying to find a movie. This is before Netflix and chill. Was this DVDs? This was DVDs. Oh, what did y'all watch? We didn't watch anything. Because... Oh. He just kept drinking, and I don't know if he was nervous, but I was there maybe like an hour and a half before I was like, you know what, let's just do this some other time. I mean, like a water glass full of like <laughs> vodka. Ugh. But then I was like, why are you drinking so much? Like, then that's making me nervous. Mm. So I just left, and we never went out on another date. He tried, and that was just the retainer, the... See? So you he was just super awkward and gave up on your future husband, dog. It was just so painfully awkward. Looking at BuzzFeed, one of the uh, dates that they had on there, this dude, he said he got set up on a blind date um, from some mutual friends. She shows up at a restaurant already tipsy. Um, she orders multiple appetizers and only takes like one or two bites from each one. Then she proceeds to order more drinks and is drunk. So then she gets up, she says she's going to the bathroom, and now she's stumbling around all over the place. About 15, 20 minutes go by. Dude tries to call her several times, no answer. So he says, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and pay this check and I'm going to leave. About two hours later, he's sitting at the house. He gets a call from an unknown number, and it just so happens to be the cops. I guess the chick was picked up on a DUI on her way home. And she, even though she ditched him, she gave the cops his number. Yeah. To come bail her out of jail. No mail. Deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day when, um, I was a, a, a single young tenderoni talking to a couple young fillies. That's what the, the old folks say. And, uh, so check this out. Right. So I was supposed to, have I heard this story before? Is this new information? No, nah, no, nah, this ain't new information. Okay. You, you've heard, <laughs> you, <laughs> you've heard this information. You're about to be blown. No, you're not. Like the Noki. 
Right. So I had been talking to this girl, but I may have been talking to an, another girl as well, right? I mean, you're young. You're not expecting to, you know, to get married, like, right off the top. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you want to have options. You know, so your Royal Oats. I was feeling like Akeem. So bing, bang. So this girl was like, hey, you want to meet me at this spot? And I was like, you know, okay, cool. You know, what time you want me to meet you there? And, you know, so I pull up to the little spot. You know, I had the little Beamer 320i. <laughs> you know, I had a little, uh, little little Tommy Hilfiger joint on. You know, jeans, little Nikes. So I'm, I'm feeling real fresh. Got the fresh fade going on. I'm looking real good. At least that's how I'm feeling at the point. You know, I step out the car. I walk up in the restaurant. And I just so happen to see some people that I already know. And they're like, hey, you know what's going on, Dom? You know what you're doing here? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm here to meet, you know, so-and-so. And they was like, oh, okay, you know, cool, cool. Why don't you just go ahead and sit here with us, you know, until she gets here. I'm like, all right, I'll just do that. So I slide in a little booth. They order in little appetizers or whatever. You know, I get a little, a little Hennessy. So now, you know, I'm sipping. We're having little conversations about what's happening in the world. We reached the time. The ETA had already expired. 20 minutes goes by. 30 minutes goes by. I hit the little text button. I'm like, hey. Um, where you at? No answer. Another 10, 15 minutes goes by. I'm like, okay, she wildin' now. So let me let me text her again. She's like, yeah, I'll be there. Oh, yeah, I'll be there. Okay, cool. So then um, I'm looking out the window because where we were sitting, you know, you can see out, you can see outside where the parking lot was at. Boom, the car pulls up. I see her step out. I'm like, all right, you know, here she comes. I continue to talk. So bow, she walks in. In behind her walks a dude. She comes and she stands right in front of the table where, where I was at. And then the dude comes up and he stands right beside her. And then they start kissing. <laughs> well, I'm, and I said, uh, fuck is this? You know? And she was like, oh yeah. I heard you been talking to my friend. Then she commences to tonguing this dude down once again. The guy was like, I stole your bitch. Who says that? Top 10 entrances and how you want to shit on somebody that you're supposed to go on a date with. You show up with somebody else, tongue them down, and then a guy hits you with the ill one-liner. I stole your bitch. I said, okay, well, uh, thanks for the drink. And I got up, I hopped in the car, and, uh, and then I left. I went to you the went club. To the house? I went, no, I didn't. <laughs> I, went, I, went to, I went to the club later on that night, and then, you know, and then whatever happened, you know, happened. You know, I was a, I was a young man at the time, but the look. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, like, has that ever happened to anybody? That's never happened to you? Uh, no. Okay. I had somebody tell me while we were on a date that they don't like black girls. <laughs> that is foul. So I was like, should I tell him? Are you serious? Yeah. I was like, should I tell him now? So what do they think you were? Or should I wait? I'm pretty sure he knew I was black. I feel like I can't hide sure that. He wasn't like blind or something. I don't. I don't know what that was about. But I mean, we were had been on dates. In like this wasn't. Yeah, like we're having like a good black. time, and then I don't know if that was just to let me know, like <laughs> this will never go further. That is so foul. I think that's worse. I think that is way worse. But can we talk about the shows? Ooh, one of the reasons why we we brought this. We started talking about 
um, dating was the fact that she is obsessed with all these little dating shows. So, or dating and, and relationship marriage shows, whatever it is. So you got 90 Day Fiance. You got the joint with the, what's the Dominican do name? The Dominican. I don't really the, watch them that much because yeah, I don't like you, her. But you were watching it anyway. The family show. Pedro. Yeah. Pedro and, and Chantel. And then the new joints that come on now are. Love is Blind, which love is not is blind. new. Love is Blind. They just finally came back yeah. for the second season. Ready to love. Ready to love with nephew Tommy. First, go ahead and hit Love is Blind because I think that show is absolutely ridiculous. So the premise of Love is Blind is you meet these people, but you never get to see them. So mm. you're talking through this wall. You're in a pod. I think they date for 10 days. And at the end of the 10 days, you're supposed to propose and okay. then get married four weeks later. So after you propose, that's when you finally get to see the person. Mm -hmm. So that's Love is Blind. So the first season, they had this couple, Cameron and Lauren. They were super cute. Like everybody wanted them to stay together. And so far, they still are together. Okay. Um, but this season, I just, it's stressing me out. We were talking about this. Y'all can comment about this too. How moms like will stay up late, even though they're tired to like watch the shows that they like because... That's just their time. So I stay up late to watch Love is Blind because all the other time I have to watch like Ryan and Coco Melon and stuff about dinosaurs. It'll be 1130 and we watching some Love is Blind. But I need to see it. Just, I need it. I need it. So yeah, that's on Netflix. So you can binge it. You don't have to wait. By the time this comes out, mm -hmm. the last episode should be out. Okay. Maybe the reunion will be out by then. Um, but these couples this time, like one girl is straight up and down crazy like every time they get together she's like just starting a fight is this the one where the girl was used to be supposedly big yeah she locked herself in the closet and cried yeah so they're on they finally see each other they get to go on this little trip to mexico and she's feeling sick so she doesn't get to go to like the party with the other cast members mm -hmm. and so she's watching from the balcony and she gets upset even though she told him to go. Mm. And then he comes home and he's, well, he comes back to the room. He's telling her all about it. And she was like, I sat in the closet and cried for three hours. And how would you feel? That's and ridiculous. like, I don't trust you and I don't trust anything. But these are individuals that only known each other for a couple of weeks, right? 10 days at this point. So 10 days. So after 10 days, these folks have already proposed to each other. Now they're on a pre-marriage trip. And she's already crying in the closet. Yes. Isn't that a... Doesn't that sound like a deal breaker? Yes. To me. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So that leads me to believe, and, I, and we had this conversation before, do you think that these dating shows, or at least this dating show in particular, is realistic or even, even good for people? Because this shit really seems like a social experiment to see if you can make folks connect after 10 days. So I feel in some ways, like when you're dating somebody, mm -hmm. it's not necessarily about the quantity of time that you spend together. Yeah. It's the quality time. So if you're spending 12 hours a day dating, talking, asking questions, playing games, like doing whatever. Yeah. I think it's a lot different than if you are dating somebody and you're going to work and you're paying bills and you're having to go to the gym and grocery store and 
all this kind of stuff. I get it. But, but then they don't get to see you mm-hmm. like in the real world. So it's kind of like that. I'm being in a bubble. But, but but I don't think it takes you a lot of time. But ten days though. That might be <laughs> a little extreme. After ten days, did you know that you wanted to be with me? Yes. You are <laughs> a whole liar and a half. Plenty of other cultures mm-hmm. believe in arranged marriages and they work. Like people are together, they end up falling in love. But I think that the families know the people well enough and it's to say that they would be a good fit. Yes. But at the same time, like you said, they're not just randos. A lot of cultures, they're built for that. So like their mental was already squared away when it comes to that stuff. Whereas Americans, not so much. You know what I mean? Are we trying to get there? Do you think with shows like this, like Married at First Sight? No, 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 no. I think think with shows like this, they're trying to see how many train wrecks they can get. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what people really want to see. I don't think that people really want to see people succeed. Or if they have seven couples and they all succeed, people are going to be pissed. No. They want to see one couple succeed and then the rest fall off the rails and then cause, you know, a whole bunch of drama to where, you know, a dude is lying to, you know, to some woman, you know, or or something crazy. She finds out something crazy. Like she's like, oh, let me go meet his meet his parents. And then you find out like his dad's Bill Cosby or some shit. So the other show that you watch is called ready to love and it's one of the few shows that actually showcase all black folks hosted by nephew tommy if you he was on uh what steve harvey morning show mm-hmm. okay so um very is he really f- his nephew no stop come on man i thought he was no this is name you know like snoop nephew like what okay. up no yeah what up what up nephew got it anywho yeah it's one of the few shows that showcase you know all black folks but also it's also one of the few shows that shows folks in their natural state for the most part. Mm-hmm. Which means, you know, when you watch these TV shows, if they're on MTV, whatever it is, like every, everybody's pretty. Everybody looks like supermodels. Not on this joint. This dude's on it look like me. Straight gut piece, um, dad bods, and that's a good look. But the women are still... Supermodelists? Yes. You can't win them all. I would not say they are a sampling of what you would see every day. But is that one more realistic? Does it feel more organic in terms of individuals actually finding relationships, love? So what I don't like about, I like that show, but what I don't like about that show is people who are like, oh, I met this person. Mm-hmm. I like this person. I'm just going to talk to them. Yeah. They get voted off because it's like a majority vote. So if you only connect with one person yeah, and only that one person has dated you, the other guy's going to be like, well, I don't have no connection with her and so, you're going to get eliminated. So you have to date other people, even if you really don't uh, want to. But there have been people who walked off. They'd be like, well, I found my person, like, we're out. But finding a person that you like and connecting with them and just focusing on them will get you kicked off the show. Uh, so if you don't want to get kicked off, but, I mean, if you found your person, that's the prize. Yeah, like you don't win money or anything at the end, so you just get a chance just to, to be with that individual. Yeah, like just bachelor. to say you made it to the end. Does a bachelor get money? No. What am I thinking of Joe Millionaire or some shit? Well, I guess that kind of shows that. I mean, dating for the most part in this in this new age just uh, seems to be all over the place. I myself would not 
when I have to deal with this. But when you read the articles and you read the stats, it probably makes it seem as if it's a little bit more difficult than it actually is. Because clearly people are dating. Clearly they're doing things out here in these streets. Yeah. It's scary because you don't want to get rejected. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't talk about the how they said it was harder to date because of Me Too and stuff like that, which I think probably for men, they might feel more awkward to approach a woman in a respectful way because... Because they feel like they're sexually harassing somebody. Hashtag Me Too was out when I was out in the club. Like those things were totally not acceptable. The things that people used to say and do, just grabbing you on the dance floor. Come here, girl. Like, no. That's true. Boundaries. Like, I've been telling kids, don't be pulling all on me. Don't be. But how many times has a dude pulled on you and you danced with him? Mm, probably never. Really? I don't like that. Don't be pulling on me. <laughs> I'm just saying, I've seen it many times where, you know, they tap, you know, hit the little tap. They, you know, try to pull a, a little pull tap. A girl. They try to pull a girl close and I would say more, I wouldn't say more often than that. It's probably 50-50 where I've seen a girl turn around because dudes know good and well it always hinges on the fact if her friends think you're ugly. No, that's just too aggressive. Don't be pulling out. You don't know me. Like it's different. Like if you know me and you see me and like then you pull me, I'm like, oh, it's it's you. But a rando, don't, don't be pulling on me. Because they be like, ill girl. And then it's a rat. Once you get hit with the ill by her friends, go home. But I think at the same time, me too, it may have made it a little bit more difficult for men, but at the same time, it may have made it a little bit easier because it kind of put the ball in the women's court. Yeah. And I'm not saying it shouldn't have changed things because things were highly inappropriate. Maybe that's why it's so awkward. Like, are women feeling comfortable approaching men? Are men no, feeling comfortable approaching men? I think women are way men? more comfortable talking to men now we've had this conversation but i've had this conversation with dudes to where they say that i won't say that women are the new dudes but but the way that women talk and approach men is very masculine these days yeah you know some dudes like that you know they like women to be real forward and like they're not I mean? leaving it to the man to decide correct where the relationship is going to go there you go you said it way way better than than i did <laughs> but um there you go man you got anything else I think that's it. I think we covered it all. We hit a lot. We also hit a milestone. Um, three episodes. <laughs> three three episodes. Didn't, didn't think we were going to hit three episodes this year. You know, but, you know, we made it happen. Um, she's done with school now. I'm about to be done with school. So, I'm about to be in effect mode. I'm about to make all this stuff happen. Thank you very much um, for tuning in. And anything that we talked about, we'll make sure that we, we post the links so if you want to find ways to keep your, your marriage spicy or if you need some new dating ideas or if you want to read more about bad dates that many folks have had, then, you know, we'll make sure we post all that. And of course, we'll have music. You know, we always got a playlist to go along with our, with our show. So that's dope as well. Peace. We out. Right. Thanks for tuning in to Love, Life and Liquor. Make sure to like, subscribe and follow on all platforms. And be sure to tell them about us. Da, 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 da.